You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello. Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, guy and girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie show <laughs> on Active FM. I'm Sesh. And my name is Ryan. And today, it's not about one life. Mm-hmm. It's not about two lives. And not one, three lives. It's not about three lives. It is about T H I R T E E N lives. Thank you. 13. That's right. 13 lives. Why is it about 13 lives? Well, in the year 2018, no, I'm joking. We are, but we are, we are reviewing a film that is based on a True life story, mm. through and through, facts. And can I just say, can I just say, when last have you guys looked at the blue sky outside? Yeah. Looked outside and actually see, like, have you guys seen how blue the sky is today? Like, seriously, go out and look at the, like, just look at it. You know what I'm thinking? Someone in the UK is listening and they walk outside and they're like, it's really not blue, it's overcast. But look beyond the, <laughs> the overcast. Oh, okay, okay. And I want you guys... <laughs> X-ray vision. ...to say... Thank you, Lord, for my life and my safety. Thank you that I live in a safe zone. Because the movie that we're about to talk about, this movie was so intense. (laughs) And before we continue, I want you to hit the like button down below and like this video if you're watching on, on YouTube. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to share this podcast out while we continue. Do it now. Right now. Go. Go for it. Ryan, and you, now you you were ready. This film touched you. Man. And now we will continue. <laughs> okay, so in the year 2018 in Thailand, there were it was 12 boys and their coach. So yeah. in total, 13 people went. So Thailand has a whole lot of caves, and they're deep. They go like two to three kilometers. They like long and wide and deep, etc. And the, there's monsoon. There is a monsoon season, which I think is June and July. But the, this team went they were exploring the caves and it wasn't monsoon season so they shouldn't have gotten stuck in the cave but what ended up happening was they actually got lost in this cave it started raining and it rained and eventually they got locked in the cave by water completely waterlocked type of thing um and they couldn't get out and they were there for something like 16 days and it's not like they prepared themselves to get stuck in this cave so they didn't have backpacks of food and water and oxygen they literally got stuck Mm. in this cave for 16 days they had no way to communicate to the outside world the the parents obviously knew they went missing no one else knew if they were alive and this is the story and if you actually yeah. remember like i know my mom remembered this she was like oh yeah i know i know that story like yeah. it was broadcast like all over the world i was able to sort of uh, tell my father-in-law about this film because he followed it as well oh did he follow I was it just like do you remember the story about da 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 in 2018 he's like oh yeah it's like there's a movie made of it brilliant, brilliant he's yeah. like okay you must bring it to me i was like sure no it's so it really is so good really? i like i was hesitant, like Ryan, okay, Ryan, Ryan was like, Sash, because you have Amazon Prime. That's so right. he saw the film and he was like, we need to yeah, do this film. Yeah, it's not on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yes. 
And I was like, okay, yeah, cool, sweet. You know what? Let's do it. And then I looked at it. I was like, ah. you know, and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. Really? Eh? But it was. Okay. And then and then you still said, like, it's brilliant. Mm. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me watch it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Like, it, I know you said it's your best film for 2022. Definitely topped it. Right on top. Yeah. Brilliant. For me, it goes alongside Elvis and Top Gun Maverick. Those are my three. They are currently yeah. sitting my three best films of 2022. Yes, I'll, I'll actually be watching uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, yes, this week. Yay! Which means next week. You guys know exactly what we're watching <laughs> next week. Ah, we left the last for best. For best. The, the last for best. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is a drama slash survival film. Mm. You know what I've realized? I like dramas. I actually, I, I real, I've come to realize drama. Whenever they make yeah. a drama, it's a, it's, it's a good I, film. When did you say it? Last film or the film before? Elvis is a drama. So, I like. Which one was it? But I think I've said it before as well. That's what I'm saying. You like, have. Yeah, mm. dramas are. And I'm more an action kind of guy. Yeah, you're action. You mm. definitely but are action. But this film was. No, this was this. Yo, yeah, this film. Yo. Yeah! This wasn't considered action, right? No. This is just like very dramatic. But mm. I, the thing that got me was the fact that I knew that this really happened, mm. and I didn't. I, I didn't hundred percent know the outcome. I knew that they got out, but I didn't get the details yeah, of me it. Too. So that's why the film was still a very uh, suspenseful film for me. But I think even if you know what happened, I think it's still, because you don't know the details. For you, me, it kind of spoils it a bit. Yeah. It would for because I'd be like, I oh, know it's fine. Because no, like, uh, I watched it with my wife, as I always do. I always say that. But um, us having sons, she she got very panicky because she related the boys to her sons. Ooh. And they do that very well. They show yeah. how the parents... Oh, I wouldn't imagine. I the was parents just like were freaking these, out. The parents... Th I mean, imagine... I didn't even want to go there in my mind. I just sat there. I'm like, don't go there. Just watch the film. But, <laughs> don't like, go Let's there. just watch. And my wife went there. Uh, and at some point, she was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to bed. I can't. And I, and I, was, sure, just like, really? I was just like, no. So the next one, I was okay, just you like... Okay, you see, I, I am not a parent. So for me, I was like, yo, imagine. Imagine yeah. what the parents... But I have no like... I personally cannot mm. go there. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I don't have kids. So it's not like I can be <laughs> no, like, oh, little Frankie, what would I do with that? I can't do that because there's no little no, Frankie. It's just, just, yeah. So, so I think I watched the film on your level. Because like yeah. I said, I didn't I didn't go there. I didn't want to imagine my kids there. No, no. Yeah. This, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's actually such an amazing, this film is such an amazing experience. Mm. Like, honestly, it's, I was freaking out. I personally have so what they had to do in order to save the boys or even find the boys was what they call deep sea it's the equivalent of deep sea what do they call it cave, it's, ca it's cave diving, cave diving. Mm. but now the difference between deep sea diving and cave diving is deep sea is you obviously you're underwater you're and you're like very deep but I, and i've also heard that deep sea diving is beautiful i remember we were we once had dinner with friends and they uh that him and his wife had both gone deep sea diving yeah that's and on my he, bucket list eh? he literally said mm. to me you have to do it it is an experience like no other it's so beautiful him and his wife both said to me and my sister mm. it's so beautiful you have to do it and I was like, because for me, like being under a lot of water, I'm like, mm, like submarine doesn't sound fun to me. I'm good. To me. I'd rather be on top of the yeah. water or I'll go to space. Don't put me underwater. You'd go to space. I'd go to space rather like, than space is like water. No, it's not. It's, the it's same not. Thing. It's it's. But you can't see it. Uh, are you talking about visually? I, as in, like the fact that. Woo! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've just discovered one of uh, Sasha's. Uh, 
what do you call it? Phobias, yeah. Oh, no, uh, don't put me under lots of water. Like a pool is cool. The beach is cool. I have no issue with the ocean. But being under like yeah. a lot of So like with that, at least mm. you're in like open spaces of water. Now on top of that, I think I could be slightly claustrophobic. Like that, that could be a thing. I, I think I would be very uh, claustrophobic. Oh. I cannot, can I tell you? Okay. I won't even share one of my fears that I like. If I imagine about it, I react how you react. What? Imagine being in a building. And like, it's closing. And it ca- no, and it collapses. Oh, shame. You know where you hear them pulling survivors out of building, you know, but they still, they were trapped under there. Like imagine. <laughs> I've just, never gone there in my head. Just imagine that, uh, that, that, uh, what do you call it? The, yeah, the, you, the, the, that feeling. Yeah. Where you have to sit like this and you can't move much. So basically buried alive. And you have to wait for people and you can't move. Oh, no. Uh, no. But yes. You f- I, Honestly, you have to be so strong mentally. No. You have to. You, your no, mental capacity. Your mental strength. I, I couldn't. Uh, rather just. Yeah, let me go. <laughs> let me die. Thank you very much. <laughs> but like the, the fact that they had to dive under these types of conditions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sitting there. I was just like, I can't do this. I can't do. I enjoyed the film. Mm. I, like, honestly, I think I remember we did Ambulance by Michael Bay. That film, I was more like panicked and like there was a slight unenjoyment to to it because you're like so panicked and also the revenant there's also you're under such stress as a viewer that there's like a slight it was a good film but also you're like i wouldn't like to go through that again this film i would watch it again like i and i would probably watch those other two films again but i'd have to really like prepare myself for it like okay we're going to stress ourselves out now Here we go. I think, <laughs> I think when you know the outcome, it's, it's, yeah, it's suppose, a bit more easier. Yeah. Then you sort of get the details yeah. of the film. But in. like this film, it was very stressful. And mm. I'd, I was I was literally sitting there going, if I was paid to do this, I wouldn't do it. Like, I honestly don't think I'd do it if I was paid for it. I think it. I would. I think I would really just mentally just tell myself, because uh, I thought about this. I would mentally just tell myself, listen, you've got breathing gear on. Uh, just think of yourself being in a cave above water. And if something happens, don't just... Just don't panic relax you can breathe I think it's if, fine if if <laughs> mm. i was i went through training and they like eased me into well, it well they would have to yeah train they would you. but i mean the actors didn't get a lot of time to train yeah like for for what normal like uh, cave divers the yeah. normal amount of training time yeah. they have the actors they they didn't get that because in this film the the, the you know usually they'd get a stuntsman in so well just to go right through to well to to the beginning the the cave was, as it was mapped out, the director Ron Howard actually built the whole cave on set as it was. Mm. To the point that the actors were like, they couldn't believe how intense it felt really diving in the mm. water. So number one, the actors really, really dived. They went for the training. And as Sash was mentioning, uh, you, you get like deep sea diving and then you get cave diving. And I know that one of the one of the differences is that in cave diving, the act, the, the the divers don't wear gloves, mm. and that's because they have to feel their way around. <laughs> Just imagine you have to feel your way around, um, and whilst your hands are bare like that, yeah. they get full of scratches because yeah. you're getting knocked. There's sharp rocks, etc. Also, visibility is a thing. Exactly. Mm. So the actors like really did it. They and something that Ron Howard did that, that was quite brilliant is that he didn't want them to get very familiar with the cave and so like they probably like once or twice and then they shot. Even if they were unfamiliar in the confined space, in water, closed off, all of that stuff. 
go for it. There mm. you go. And then, uh, and they're shot. And uh, where Deep Sea, like even within the film, you hear how the two guys, um, the, the two British divers actually said to the, well, Taiwan's the Navy SEAL, the whatever, mm. the commando guy. Yeah. Because they were like, no, the Navy SEAL's here. These are my guys. The experts are like, no, no, you don't understand. Uh, deep yeah. Sea diving, deep sea diving and this are not the same. Are completely, and you even see it in the film how the Navy SEALs, how they even mm. like, I mean, one died. Mm. There were two. Well, one died because of the whole situation yeah he he drowned exactly he, as in he was he drowned it was the one person okay spoiler alert if you don't want to know pause and then go watch mm. the movie and come back no so, but it makes it so much riskier someone does die no <sighs> yeah, someone does die. so out of the whole rescue mission one person did die yeah yeah and then actually no sorry one person died mm. at the time of the rescue mission. Two people died in total. Yeah. The other person contracted a blood infection from the rescue That's and right. died later. So out of the whole like rescue mission, there were two mm. casualties in total. Mm. Yeah, but one died on scene, if I could put it yeah. like that. Yeah. And I know that uh, within the interview with about this film, there was they obviously spoke. So that they spoke to various professionals, and the one person they spoke to, I think she was a doctor. And she said even the boys, the big risk that they had was picking up a disease mm. from the, the cave. Like especially uh, when they intake water, when they're taking water, there's um, like all sorts of bacteria mm. that can develop within the stomach and it can create the person to start, you know, throwing up. And, like and it, then that's, yeah. And then they dehydrate and then they must drink more water, but then the water's... So th there's a lot at mm. risk. The uh, fact that they survived is actually crazy. a miracle. It, it really is. Yeah. I know that Ron Howard said that in his original plan, it was like the, the actors would do like 50% of the diving and then they would have stunt doubles or stunt mm. divers. And eventually, um, Vigo, uh, he came to, to Ron and said, let us do all of the diving. Yeah. And Ron was like, okay. And so literally all the diving in the film is done by mm. the actors and he said it was really nice because it obviously freed them up to do different types of shots and yeah. I mean it's much easier if you're filming the person than if you're now going okay wait we can't see Ryan's face from the back. we need to yeah so Get I think that shot. that was yeah. but one of the things I really enjoyed about the film was the acting because it didn't feel like acting it didn't feel like you were watching actors so you she. felt like you were watching real life the Literally, actors. the actors were those two, and I know Colin Farrell. Like I know him; he's Irish. So if you hear him speaking, like interviews, he often doesn't use his Irish accent. We see him in act in action films, right? Yes, Colin Farrell, like yes. he's like that kind of actor. Yes, he's he's Colin Farrell's not who he was in this film. That's like, what I'm saying. And even um, I forgot. So I looked at the cast beforehand, and that's one of the reasons that uh, excited me about the film because I was like, okay, no, the the cast is good. You have Tom Bateman, who I really enjoy. Obviously, you have uh, Colin Farrell. Then I saw Joel um, it, it, it yeah, that's right. and I love him what other film was he from he was in The King he wrote The he's King he's Australian right yes and he's also been in a film with I've Tom Hardy he's often in good films like yeah. if, if, he, if he's in a film chances are it's going to be a good storyline and the way that like they didn't come across as these like like usually like when they have like an action hero or whatever he's like oh yeah no these were ordinary he's, people they, they were normal they were they were civilians. This is where I saw the brilliance of these actors mm. because they really just felt so like shoulders down, hands yeah. in their pockets. They just like seemed they weren't so heroes. like yeah. just so. I still thought in the beginning because I didn't reckon like I, Colin Farrell. I was still like, nah, nah, I don't think so. 
And because and I still thought to myself, I wonder if these are the original actors because mm. their acting is just a bit very down. Like there's not much energy. And then I was just like, wait, that is Colin Farrell. Farrell yeah. I, I didn't recognize Vigo. And then halfway through, I was like, wait a minute. That's Aragorn's face. I oh, my living soul. Uh, same. I was also like, wait, I know this guy. I know yeah, the this whole guy. time I was like, where's this guy from? Because he looks, so, di- long hair he looks him. so different. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because he's got like no hair. Mm. No, that was in, But the acting mm. was insane. I don't like that very much. And the, the one line the I was accents, just like, ah, oh, their accents were brilliant. brilliant. So the acting was was amazing, yeah. and also I love how Ron Howard. He's really good with doing this. He pulls you into the drama, yeah, like does. you really pull. You are invested one hundred and ten percent. Like it's. I know you said so. I I watched the film in two parts, but I think I got to a point where so they they starting the rescue mission, and I'm just gonna say one of the boys starts to wake up, and I think it just the straight. I was just like, yeah. I I. I cannot I yeah. need to breathe I'm going to sleep and I will finish I'll this tomorrow forward in that point. <laughs> I was just like I can't I can't handle but I know you said yeah. Ryan was planning to watch it in like two because it is yeah. a two hour and I think 20 it's two hours and 27 mm. minutes so it is quite a lengthy no, film 10 o'clock's my bedtime yeah. otherwise I'm finished the next you I see can't. Ryan did not go to bed I didn't want to it, he didn't want to go to bed I didn't like that very much <laughs> I had to I yeah. was just like no ways so diver Rick Stanton who's played by Viggo um, Mortensen and he actually was mm. part of he was on set constantly That's right, like yeah. he was literally there the whole time he praised the film's accuracy saying that the only cinematic change was that the cave water was muddy um, and the real divers had Wait. zero visibility that makes it worse now you can't even see ah no now you're blind and yeah. you're d- underwater there's and only one way I'm diving <sighs> in that and that and that's if you put my boy at the other side other than that I ain't going well, I was gonna in say there. that would be me dead sure you're just <laughs> dragging me along my <laughs> rope <laughs> technically she did it you know and then also he said though if they had made it muddy in the film it would have been impossible yeah, to demonstrate because the viewers wouldn't have seen anything so that's the only that's the only thing that wasn't accurate was the fact that the water in the cave was muddy and that makes sense though because I mean think about it there's soil and it's there's no sun I remember it was also the water was coming in from on top a yes, so yeah, yeah. So that's why it would have been muddy. Sure. And then actors did 100% of the diving because the so mm. Vigo approached um, Ron Howard and said, Can Colin and I do all of this? And he was like, Yeah. yeah. Also, um, they had been training with Rick Stanton and John Vol- Volenthin, who were the two actual mm. divers. I think that must have been an honor. Yeah, no, definitely. Not for them to work with the actors, for the actors to work to with, work them with the actual to be guys. Trained. I mean, imagine yeah. those actors could have been like, Yeah, I've been trained by by the actual guy those guys yeah. I mean I'm sure there's a film coming up and they also have to do it in fact it might just add on something on you know on no it would because they all had yeah. to get their you have to get a license wow. to do that type of diving all of them had to get yeah. I think Vigo said he had a license he had to renew it um Tom Bateman I think got and I think Joel also they they, they had to get a license. So, I mean, they that literally cool. learned a new skill. To, yeah, that must be cool. Yeah. And then Howard, Ron Howard said it obviously made his editing and storytelling way easier because now you don't have to like dodge the person. Yeah. yeah. So now, Vigo was he 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 was lucky because um, Rick Stanton was on set constantly and mm. literally he could watch him he could watch his the way he walks the way he talks his mannerisms everything mm. I mean he was literally watching the guy the whole time so he just had to copy mm. him whereas Colin Farrell didn't have John the character he was playing 
um, with him. But apparently they did speak frequently over Skype. And also, this is insane. So um, John, the actual diver John, he is a marathon runner. He does. That's what he does. Uh, So Colin Farrell actually took up distance running as a hobby. And at the end of the shoots, or actually during the shoots, it wasn't at the end of the shoot, during the shoots, he actually completed the Brisbane Marathon. Um, And and Ron Howard still said, I watched on Vanity Fair, they did notes on a scene. Ron Howard still said... Uh, Colin came to him and said I'm doing this marathon and he said as a producer you actually do have the right to say no because it was his day off but also it would affect I mean uh, you'd be tired after running a marathon and he's doing a physical like this film was very physical they were in a wetsuit Mm. 10 to 12 hours each day I mean they were literally diving the uh, the oxygen tanks and often carrying people or whatever so that would have been like uh, uh, a quite an experience for them to yeah. sort of get a taste of you know Physically. those divers yeah. going in and out yeah. those caves carrying people the gear yeah and um but colin uh, ron howard allowed colin farrell to run the marathon and uh, colin farrell said he'll be fine the next day it won't affect him uh, ron howard said it obviously did affect him because he was tired and ron said he still um he he didn't he had no mercy the next day he like pushed him as but he also had to stick to filming schedule mm. but like just the fact that colin farrell did that like the fact that he actually yeah. he ran the marathon and also around 33 minutes of the film um, that the go- you see the governor announces to stop the rescue attempts until the rain stops Farrell is actually wearing a spa spot spot athlon shirt which is obviously marathon etc etc so the, uh, they even they bought it. for me I loved cool. the production design I loved the costume it didn't look like they were wearing costumes but I loved the yeah, I was thinking like <laughs> that's the thing is you don't think it's costumes but it's yeah. all costumes it's mm. not the it's not their wardrobe it's not like they dressed in the morning like someone dressed all of them in How their they would have dressed yes. according to the real characters so I, I thought that yeah. was that was really cool also on top of that this is one of the reasons I'm like ah, I don't know if I would have been able to do this so once shooting was completed the actors actually confessed to Ron Howard that they all suffered moments of panic while filming their diving scenes all of them Every single one of them said that they they all had a moment of panic while doing the diving. That really tells you something, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's hectic. Hmm. Yeah. And then Tom Bateman revealed that Viggo Mortensen would often volunteer to fix equipment or technical issues himself rather than wait for the crew dive team to do it. Oh, cool. Which, so they really, they really like they went all experts. in. Yeah, they, they, they really, cool. yeah. Um, originally, John, who, who's played by Colin Farrell, wanted Rowan Atkinson, who's Mr. Bean, if you don't know, to play him. And Ron Howard replied to him and said, we're just not making that kind of movie. And he later told him, uh, the, later he would tell him that the role has gone to Colin Farrell. And not being a movie buff, he later, John later confessed that he didn't know who that was. <laughs> until uh, obviously... I the, the name somewhere. Yeah, like somewhere I don't know who Colin name. Farrell... But how funny is that? He wants yeah. Rowan Atkinson to to play. I, I do think he Rowan could have done it, but I mm. do think because people automatically associate him well, with Mr. Bean. He it was an IT professional, uh, not Mr. Bean, the John. Oh, John, yes, right? yes, yeah, yes. A, so you, you have that type of, yes, personality. Personality, yeah. Which, you, I mean, he's like still carrying in his wetsuit then he's wearing his glasses I was like I wonder where the glasses go when, once he gets yeah, into the diving yes yeah. that's the thing is they were so ordinary like normally like what superhero has glasses mm. 
Not sunglasses. Superman. Glo- no, but no. That's his alter e- That's his... What, what's it called? That's, disguise. Yes, that's a disguise. I still don't understand glasses. that. It's exactly the same as John. He wore the glasses. <laughs> then when he went underwater, the glasses were gone. He no, was like, I yeah, t- baby. I'm sure he's... Super he's, diver. His goggles. Ha- oh, wait, but it would have been... He didn't have to see underwater, Ryan. It's muddy. That still gets me, eh? Muddy. <laughs> that makes sense why they had to feel their way around yeah. a lot, eh? Mm. Sure. And then to transform into his role, Colin Farrell got scuba recertified and shaved his signature widow's peak. A widow's peak is when, you, you know, when people's hairline comes forward like that. Oh, is that a widow's peak? Yeah. So, and okay. uh, yeah, I mean, Colin, both, they both were, but they both did exactly what they needed to do to mm. look like the person they were playing. The, the two the two yeah. divers that they were playing. Mm. Yeah. And then Colin Farrell stated that he experienced frequent panic attacks while underwater and is hesitant to film any aquatic scenes in the future. With well, you, Colin. I'm sure the ocean is different, right, Colin? Colin? Yeah, Colin <laughs> on the line. Uh, sorry, Colin's uh, uh, breaking up. Yeah, mate, definitely. <laughs> definitely no, Irish, very different. Irish, Irish. He's Irish. Uh, I lost you for the second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Island is um we're, uh, we're battling technical issues yeah. at the moment. So the sets, the sets were insane. The yeah. sets were they literally the fact that they rebuilt those caves was insane. Did you see any of the behind the scenes? I did. It's in, it's very uh, well done. It's eh? very well. It's mm. it's insane. Mm. But they were built in an enormous airplane hangar mm. sized building um using double Olympic sized tanks double Olympic sized tanks and long sections of tunnel which would be flooded with 20 feet of water. I mean that's insane. The cost uh, the car sorry would practice for several hours each day to work out their movements through each passage. Then each successor, uh, successive section so each section so as they moved on in the tunnel it got uh, more difficult to navigate like in real life how it would have been. Yeah. So each each um, tunnel got uh, more difficult to navigate and was built while the first one was in use for filming. So as they were using this one yeah, they'd be crazy, building yeah. the next one then mm. as they etc etc yeah. the cast would film their underwater scenes and then train on the next section. So literally that's what they were doing Every day they'd film this section, train on the next section. That's a lot of clever scheduling. Yeah. Very, very good scheduling. That's also mm. why Vigo spoke to Ron Howard because he said to him, please schedule it in a way where we can do all the uh, diving. Because obviously yeah. they could have done guys were filming this, but then while we're filming this, the we stunt divers. So instead, yeah. Mm. And then uh, Vigo Mortensen said if they'd given us the fourth or fifth section to do in the first week, we wouldn't have known how to do it. It would have been too hard so literally as it was like you know how you play a video game and you mm. go from stage one to, and it gets harder and harder but because you've done stage one you're able to do stage four literally that's the case with the sure. the caves they they actually gained like the skill to do it as mm. they they went along yeah and then experts assigned to supervise the filming stated that this was the most potentially dangerous production they've ever worked on that really, actually shows yeah. how dangerous the rescue mission was as well. Yeah. Yeah. You almost think like, uh, okay, but they're on set. There's lots of people around. They can help. But think about anything could go wrong. Yeah. And then like, then like you have to get to the person. The person's not here. They're in that tunnel. Well, the and you have to dive. To, ah, s- ah, wait, 
Like just imagine it. Something goes wrong and you're stuck. You can't just like press a button. The door opens. You walk out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Water just. No. <laughs> Hectic stuff, man. That um, it makes me want to. Um, yeah, try, try diving. Like really, really. I think I think I'm I'd be very, proud of myself for doing it because it's a very it's a big challenge. I'm actually like super super keen to to cave dive to do no deep sea. Almost there. I would like to try that. I I really would. I think I'll start with deep like, sea. I'm sure there's okay. I, like where we are, we don't we're not anywhere near the yeah, ocean. Yeah, we're not those by those. But I know that there are places mm, that you can where you can go and learn how to scuba dive and get all a that. scuba license. Yeah, I'm actually seriously. If if anybody knows anything out there, just comment comment below. down below. Put a link. Tell me. Yeah. Give me a free training. Yeah. Session. One of the things that Ron what if they say Ryan will give you a free se session if Sash comes along. I'll come along, Ryan. There you go. Yeah, no shame. So Ron Howard, who's the Ron Howard, honestly, is an amazing director, and I think one of the things I love about Ron Howard is he seems you so can, simple. Eh? Yes, and you can mm. never like Guy Ritchie, Quentin Tarantino, when you Christopher Nolan, when you watch their films, you know it's them. Like mm. you know it's them straight up. Whereas Ron Howard, you don't actually know it's him. Like for him, he's one of those directors that don't have a mark on the film. He goes true to the story. Yeah, he's more true to the story. Yeah. But honestly, I like this. I, I remember watching A Beautiful Mind and being completely blown away. In fact, Beautiful I want to watch it. Is on Prime TV. Is it? I saw it. Yeah. Also Apollo Apollo Thirteen. Mm. That was also brilliant. That's what Tom Hanks we did also a show on brilliant. That one. We did. And this, it's so good. But one of the things that Ron Howard even speaks about himself is he loves collaborating. And I think because he likes doing that, his production is on such a big scale. So in total, more than a thousand people took part in the action with this film. In addition to Thailand, they came from... Oh no! Wait, sorry. I'm. Um, I'm. Um, look, they they did have a very big cast. I mean, they had that he used. He did work a lot with like the Thai people. Yeah. He even had. Um, there were even people like the boys that couldn't speak English. Yes, they couldn't speak English. They had like one or two guys that spoke English, yes. so, so they could use them as an interpreter. Yeah, but in real life, um, there were people that came from Australia, Denmark, Japan, China, uh, Burma, Great Britain, and the USA. So really, it was it was like the world came together to to like save these boys they, these, yeah. yeah they really did come together mm. to save yeah these boys this is also the third disaster movie based on a real event for director ron howard and writer william nicholson following apollo 13 yeah. and everest i didn't know he did everest i don't think I've, i haven't I, watched it but when i found out it was him i was like okay i could actually give everest a try if it's ron howard all right, so after Top Gun, no, I'm joking. Yeah, no, wait, maybe we would have to check it out yeah. first, you know. Now, mention you. So Ryan mentioned that when they dive um, with the cave, they don't wear gloves. So obviously their hands. I mean, because they're knocking into rocks yeah. and stuff. Their hands. You saw it in the film. Their hands take a yeah. beating. At first, Ron Howard actually said that was makeup, but he said eventually the actors earned those scrapes in their own right because for real, for real, they were diving themselves. So eventually they didn't need. Imagine like getting the makeup artist. Yo, uh, we don't need you anymore. Uh, why? Uh, this they're getting scraped by themselves. So uh, yeah. Oh, I see your makeup still fine. From yesterday, no, that's not makeup. That, that, that's that's my blood. That's Did you 
not shower? <laughs> no, I did too. I told you to take it off, man. The product's not good on your skin. I don't like it very much. <laughs> also, the way they filmed this was insane. Mm. I, I saw behind the scenes footage where... So many of the POV shots were filmed by the actors. Yeah. So in one of the the one of the behind the scenes, you actually see Colin, f both actually. So the one was he mm. was holding the camera in front of him, and then he like even and moved it to yes. the side. Yes. And then the other one, Colin Farrell was always behind mm. um, Vigo, so he he was filming him literally. And he it, was. And it looks like her smile, mate. You're on mm. camera. And it even looks like, I was just trying to figure out, I don't know if you saw, they had like this board on top of the camera. It looked like they literally had like a reflector. So that you could... They used the actor's light. Mm, it looks like that's, that's what's that's happened. Clever. I was just like, wait, what is that board on top of there? So That's insane. Yeah. And then also, so they... Ron Howard wanted a lot of it to be documentary style. That like, that's the way he wanted it shot. That's also why he did a lot of like POV shots. What is documentary? documentary so it's is where, that like the POVs yeah it's the POVs and also like the GoPro footage not that he showed the GoPro footage but yeah. that GoPro footage was actually real there's the there's the real life as in from the actual rescue I've seen it, yeah. so he said Ron Howard said he wanted to recreate um that that GoPro footage yeah, in right. in the scene where they find the boys and when they find the boys that scene where where the first time they find mm. the boys that was actually the first shot they filmed of the movie now Ron Howard said he didn't want to shoot at first because it's such a pivotal scene and you normally yeah. don't start filming with like such a pivotal scene but he said they had to because logistically they needed to change the sets and they needed that water tank so they they didn't have a choice but to film that shot first so they they ended up filming that um that that shot first and then with the i don't know if you remember so first of all when when they first um come out come up from uh, from being underwater uh vigo says do you smell that and that was yeah. obviously they thought they were going to find 13 corpses in the the cave that's not i'm like smell what do you smell <laughs> breath do you smell <laughs> yeah that's what i was like yeah. and then um also he so at one point he says we're out of line or we're almost out mm. of line now apparently what happened was on set that day rick stanton remembered that he he actually just remembered at the time that that was a concern for him because obviously they couldn't go further if he if they were out of line and when vigo heard that he actually said to ron howard wait can we do that again and that's when he they did it again and he added that line to we're say out we're line. out of line so that um they yeah like it added to the suspension really helps having uh, the real person on right on mm. set with you so that mm. they yeah this is also insane do you know that all but one of those thai kids had acted or have acting skills. I wonder which one didn't. None. No, no. Only one had. Oh, only one had. They weren't actors. Those boys aren't actors. They they literally they didn't they didn't hire actors. They got just normal kids. But one thing that Ron wow. Howard did say is that they were very well prepared. They knew they knew their lines. They knew the scene, and they be, they really did become a team. And so they, they he also said they were wow. led through like different acting exercises. But really, they they also they the the one boy that did speak English in the film was the one boy that actually only spoke English in real life. So Ron Howard said he would often communicate through that boy to yeah. the rest of of the boys cool yeah so yeah but and then also so they cast they they made sure that when they were doing the casting process they cast um thin kids so they did skinny. look they looked for skinny boys yeah but they did 
they did digital digi- yeah they did that was yeah. all um digital technology that made them I was thin. wondering about I was also that. wondering cuz mm. they were when you saw yeah. uh, obviously they would be thin they hadn't eaten yeah. for like 10 days they literally found mm. them 10 days 10 days 10 days no food mm. no water no just you darkness and and dying and I don't know. That's I think I would have died. That's hectic. And then I, I like this because um, I was watching an interview and I can't remember who said it, but someone described this as the perfect crisis. And I feel like that is like, that should have been the, the log line for the film. If if that, if it wasn't well, the perfect got, crisis. Yeah, they got oh. it. literally was the perfect crisis. Oh, it was, it was beautiful though. And I still like... Like I said, I, I I didn't I didn't know how they actually got them out there. Mm. Um, you watch the trailer, you hear that there's some crazy idea. I'm thinking maybe they're gonna pull them out from the top. Maybe they're gonna dig them out. So when they told them how they're gonna do it, which I'm not gonna reveal, because you guys must watch the film. And those who have watched the film, you're going. Mm. I was just like, that's brilliant. That's absolutely insanely brilliant. That's crazy. You know what I also liked. So I personally. Don't have any experience or knowledge about diving or caves or do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Just because like where I've grown up, like and also the fact we're not into like going into caves and stuff or like that. GoPros or anything like that. Yeah. So, but but I, I liked how um, as you were watching it, even though I have no knowledge, they would they would they would. T- they would give you the risk and you would actually understand, oh, flip, they can't. Why it's going to yeah. be a problem. Yes. Mm. So like at first, like when they were diving in my head, it's like uh, they just have to find the boys. When they were they diving find in their your boys, mind. you'll be fine. They were diving in your mind. No, man. As in when they Sorry, were diving just in my lines. mind, <laughs> comma. When they were diving, comma, in my mind, yes. comma. So uh, also like, so when, when they found the boys, you're like, yes, they found the boys. Yeah. Then you're like. Oh wait, they have to get the boys out. How the and I mean they just they'd gone six yeah. hours. Six also the amount of time, mm. the amount of time that it took them to it's yeah. not this quick two minute whoop, like six hours. I was, I was like, con ah! I, I was concerned about them being hungry. I was concerned about them running out of air. Mm. Um then they reached them and they still didn't have food. We're coming back, don't worry. Very brave. Yeah. I'm like eh. Yeah, but the pro- it's not it's like we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like Oh great, we're still gonna start. All right, let's and go. And then also, like <laughs> obviously, they show you at one point when um they they were helping a builder, not a builder, they were helping a. Mm. The, the, he was a guy that was trying to get water out of the they cave. They show you why yes. it's gonna be a problem. Yes, they mm. they show you how he panics and which is naturally what would mm. have. Oh, I was. And then as they go along, you just and mm. then when they do come up with their solution, you're like, oh, that's brilliant. But then you're like, oh wait, that's like first of all, it's never been done yeah. before, and second of all. All you're like, oh. and the no, doctor even said, what, what is he called? Anaesthetist. Mm. Even he said he's expecting casualties. Yes. I was just like, great. Like, oh, great. Great. And then it starts raining mm. again. Oh. Yeah. And you're just like, it just puts. I think that's part of like it's it's uh, it's. Ron Howard, well done. Shake no, my hand. Ron, shake Ron, my you hand. did a good job. Shake my hand. Well, okay, shaking my hand. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, it was such a good film. And I don't know if, if you ever watched any of the documentaries of the event. Not, I didn't get... The way that they describe how they brought the boys out. Because uh, remember, it was a media... They had to yes, cover ca- up yes, first if yes. something happened. Yeah. They just said uh, they used medication to keep the boys calm. <laughs> and it wasn't. They. Well, they did keep the boys calm. <laughs> I'm sure waking up again, they're like, sure, I feel like I've been... <laughs> 
I've gone under anesthetic, so I know that feeling mm. of of you're awake yeah. and next minute you're not awake, and then you wake up and you're like, well, where? So I think that I think they must have just been so grateful when they woke up to not be in a cave. My wife described to me that because uh, one of my sons, my younger son, has gone into hospital twice, and they've gone for quite a serious operation where they've had to put him out. And she says it's it's actually not like a senior child just pass out like that mm. because you you almost get this like lifeless body type mm. of thing, so I th- I think that was when that's the point of the movie where she left. Mm. She's like, no, you can't, you're crazy, that's crazy, you can't get up, walk out. Can't. It's also dangerous. So I know um I I know me and my father we both don't react well to being put under anesthetic Before, after <laughs> after so i remember uh, i went out for so i went the, I'm, the only oper- operation i've been in for is my wisdom teeth but they do they they put you out completely mm, and in the hospital yes i was i think second and i remember so i remember they didn't put the he he didn't he asked would you like the the mask or would you like injection he said he he personally would advise the injection so i said do the injection and i remember him doing it and then he was talking and then in i don't remember right no just like an injection like they did in the film yeah so the same place or i can't remember. can't remember i can't right. remember they took that from you yeah yeah they took it and then i was out and then i remember waking up they were bringing me back and then i was out and when i woke up my mom I was literally, I was the second, there was a whole ward of us, like a whole full ward of us going. I was second going. When I woke up, everyone else was gone. That's the the effects that it had on me. It knocked me, like it knocked me Uh. out completely. Like, so I think that's also, that's it's not just like, okay, he's breathing. It's, is he going to wake up type of thing? Uh, And shame when the one boy wasn't. You, oh yes when he wasn't breathing <gasps> no the worst part i was like oh there it is the One worst dies. part the worst part was when tom bateman lost the line yeah oh shame i was just a like, shame your and his reaction your sh- and, and yeah. that's so genuine yeah. shame but your. it's good though that because they show you how you know each diver wasn't just yes so we're just doing a job they were like also very affected <laughs> Because they know that it's a child, they ah oh, the stress. And then also when Joel, um, Joel's sure. character, so shame, he finds out that his father's sick, uh, and the way yeah. that ended, I was just like, no, but it's still, it was still a very good. So form. like he, he saved a life or two, but then he's, he lost his father, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good film though. It's a very good film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just thought of all that stress, like the physical stress as well on those guys. Because I mean, I, I don't know if you were watching the time they were saying. Yes. Five hours. So it, it took about three hours and 40 minutes, right? Mm. To the other end. And it, it no, like, it was, oh, okay. Yeah, that, it was but, six, total but, six but hours. But coming back yes. was a little bit longer. So you, but you can imagine that, imagine for three, three hours. You're in the, the dark. The physical and there you're was. You're underwater. There was a current. There's a current. You see? You're dying. And there's the physical. There's no hope. <sighs> you should just stop. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I sure wouldn't have survived. The last time already, they're like, oh yeah, it's that corner. I remember this corner. Oh, here we go. The loop. It's the loop. You know, <laughs> they probably had a name for each joint. But that's also the thing is you can't mentally, you can't, mm. you, it's not like you can speak to people. Mm. So mentally you're, you're alone. As Even well. though there's someone in front of you maybe, mm. but you're alone for mm. six hours. You are alone in a confined space. With a boy. Underwater. <sighs> I respect those guys. Take my hat off to you. Yeah. 
They're, they are the real life superheroes. You know, usually they're like, Stuff the Avengers. <laughs> no one cares about the Avengers. <laughs> These people are the real life superheroes. Uh, super diver, next Marvel character. <laughs> no, don't take it, Marvel. Don't. Marvel, just stop. Stuff it up. No. <laughs> Copyright that now. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was very good. Yeah, it was very, very, good. very, very good. Go yeah. watch it. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Next week, we've got an awesome book. Yeah. We go from underwater to in the sky. To the sky. There yeah. we go. Fantastic. Yeah. We're looking forward to that one. Yes. This has been the movie show on Active FM. Peace. Cheers. All the choices you made, did you make them again? Again, again. Like what you're listening to? Of course you of do. Course you of course you do. Follow us on all social media platforms and engage with us. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. This is really on demand. This is really on demand. What you want when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better.